No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. You know, it it's the unofficial beginning of summer. And every week... We get on here and we do commercials for you guys and we tell you about our wonderful sponsors and probably some of you listen to it and maybe some of you don't and that's cool. I get it. I listen to podcasts too. Like, you know, ads happen and then you just let it happen and go by your head. But we work really hard at No Simple Road to bring on sponsors that like we think you would dig and that will bring something cool into your life. And one of those is fire on the mountain if you haven't eaten there i can tell you about it a million different ways i could say they have (laughs) amazing chicken wings or they have specials every month or they have vegan options or they have salads i could say all that stuff and maybe it will just like go in one ear and out the other but i really would like to impress upon all of you out there what it means to have the grateful dead family creating food for you and creating spaces for you to hang out in that are dope they get us and they get you and this place is fucking rad. I don't know how else to say it. I'm trying to say it no, as they, plainly as possible here. Like well, you said, I think they, they make you feel at home. Absolutely. Those are those places. And I think one thing I was just going to point out yesterday, they did a post that this speaks towards the family, what they're doing. OG Custy customer mm-hmm. getting the same order for almost 20 years now. And there's a picture of him smiling at his order. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, the man. best thing on earth. Yeah. And you know, rarely do I get DMS from people that like, holy shit, I went to eat here or there and it was awesome. And I get them from people that have gone to Fire on the Mountain because of the commercials in the show. So here's the deal. Fire on the Mountain is one of our sponsors. We love them and we took them on because we know that what they're doing is righteous. So go check out Fire on the Mountain. They got three locations in Portland, two locations in Denver. They have a rad online store where you can get sauces and a bunch of their swag. You can go to portlandwings.com and make sure to follow them on social media at FOTMPDX and FOTM Denver because Fire on the Mountain's fucking dope and we want you to experience dopeness. Go check it out. Well, hello, everybody. Thank Hi, you Apple. for tuning in here. <laughs> I'm tuned. And we're going to talk to you about another one of our fine sponsors, which has been with us since the beginning and us with them. Shop, Shop Tour Bus. bus. Shop Sorry. Tour Bus always has a lot going on, and this is no exception right now. They are preparing for lots of things. First off, 
it is down to the wire on ordering those father dates father's day gifts yeah they have lots of things available they are getting the packages franny and ella ella are packing stuff up get ready to get that out to you and then they have a very exciting they have a new design coming out especially for the boulder run at Folsom Field with Dead and Company coming up. Mm-hmm. They posted yesterday. It's one month from today. They're getting ready to go. They posted a little sneak peek of the back of the shirt, and they say the front is a surprise. And if you're going to be heading to those Dead and Company shows out in Folsom Field, make sure to hit up the pop-up that's going to be happening with Shop Tour Bus. If you're a Grateful Dead fan and you like Grateful Dead music, you're going to be blown away by what our family over at Shop Tour Bus is doing. And the Terrapin with the banjo. Come on. Yeah. Everyone needs on. that in their life. And the boxes are dope. You might get a Miracle Grateful Dead bootleg cassette tape in your order. And they're hooking our family up with free shipping. So when free you check shipping. out at Shop Tour Bus or ShopTourBus.com, when you check out, put in the promo code No Simple Road, all one word. No Simple Road. You're going to get free shipping from the family over there. Make sure to say hi. Tell them No Simple Road sent you. If you go out to Folsom Field and you see them at their pop-up, go check it out. ShopTourBus.com. Cool ideas are always cool. It's great when you're sitting on the couch or you're out with your friends and you have a dope idea and you're like, you know what would be cool if this, that, or the other thing was a thing and then you make that a thing. And then what's even cooler is when you get to describe these cool ass things in like a few words. Like where live music fans share helpful insider venue reviews and information based on their own experiences. See, you don't even know what we're talking about, but you were like, that sounds cool. Well, what we're talking about is Venue Venue Llama. Llama. A couple of heads that we know cooked up this idea. They were like, you know what? When we go to venues, we would like to know what the hell's going on? Like, where's a good place to go eat? House security. Where's yeah. the best seats in the house? What I the, wanna... What's the bathroom sitch like? Like, am I peeing in a trough or is there stalls? Yeah, you'll even see things like the good places to eat around these venues and what's happening in the area. So this is a place where pro show goers can quickly review venues and exchange seriously helpful venue intel with one another. Head over to VenueLlama.com today to sign up for your free Llama account and start reviewing venues today. Review venues in the Llama base, upload photos in the Llama gallery, and add your favorite scene-friendly businesses, websites, or podcasts to the Friends page. All Llamas registered by July 4th are eligible to win free tickets and Venue Llama gear. Go to VenueLlama.com and follow them on Instagram at VenueLlama. That's V-E-N-U-E-L-L-A-M-A. Ideas are cool. This idea is extra cool. Venue Llama. You knew that cool ideas are cool. I had almost forgotten until you mentioned it again. Bad ideas are bad, though. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Mel. Hey. Hey, now, No Simple Road family. What's going on, everybody? This is Mel. This is Apple. And this is Aaron. And we're back for another week of New Simple Road. Hey. Hey. New Simple Road. Scare Bears. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) This week. What if we did 
the entire intro like that? Would you guys tune out? Would you oh fast gosh. forward? I think they'd love it. You do? <laughs> yes. Okay, let's do it. Ready? I'll read Joshua. He's on the show. Yeah. Give it a listen. Okay, that's about all I can all right, do. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, we're starting to annoy ourselves uh-huh. already. All right. No, um, but this week on the show, we have Ari Joshua, everybody. Super stoked to have him with us. He is the owner of the Music Factory School in Seattle, Washington, and he is an incredible musician, guitarist, um, and sweetheart of a person. And just a beautiful mind going yeah, on over there. Absolutely. If if you uh what not if when you go dig in to Ari Joshua's music, you are gonna find that this cat has played with literally oh. Everybody, Everybody you know. Yeah, the collaborations are endless. And he's, right now, he's putting out so many singles with all these different um, artists that he's collaborated with over the years. It's incredible some of the stuff he's putting out. Yeah, man. I mean, like Ray and Russ from Trey Anastasio Band. Billy he, Martin and John Medeski from Medeski Martin and Wood. Yeah, like... That's just 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 two that we thought couple, about yeah. off the top of our head. So what about Steve and John Kemock? That's right. <laughs> oh yeah, them. the Kemocks. I mean, so many people he works with. What's and he got he, going on, man? And he has he has so many. Well, you're gonna hear about it here. He has he's been recording stuff for years of doing stuff with all these artists and never really putting it out. And now he's releasing these. Yeah, yeah. And they're gonna be coming out for a while because he's got a stockpile of recordings. Yeah, and man. the best way to support him is through Bandcamp. That way you can pay for what you're listening and put some money into the pocket of the artist again. Bandcamp yeah. is a really great way to support musicians. This is somebody that really really um puts his time and his talent and his creativity where his heart is he opened that music school and has taught over what do you say a hundred thousand lessons yes so that's like somebody just continually paying it forward Mm -hmm. to to make sure that music continues into the future with people that are well trained and have a solid foundation and teaching music is a really beautiful thing to teach someone because that is a language that they're going to be able to use the rest of their life anywhere they go alone or not and creatively um academically even like i just because i've started learning the banjo i just i'm realizing how important it is to have a teacher to teach you the fundamentals and also when you know the fundamentals to build on that and that's a huge deal and i just you know shout out to music and teachers and just general teachers everywhere yeah and this this actual conversation with ari was really sweet man he uh him and i have shared some of the same struggles in life and he has come out the other side and what we're seeing is the culmination of a life's work that he is now ready to share mm. with everybody. And, and this is a force of nature. This, yeah. this cat and uh, yes. you are, you are going to really, really enjoy this. So we are going to do the business and, and get you to it. Was it. And if you're not familiar, like I always say, go over to YouTube. There's lots of clips of him playing live over the years. Um, if you happen to be in Seattle, Washington area, um, he has one date coming up, the Jazz Fellowship with Ari Joshua Quartet and Steve Tressler Quartet. 
which is going to be a Wednesday, June 7th at the Vermilion in Seattle, Washington. And, uh, what's his website? Uh, arijoshua.com. Okay. Yeah, arijoshua.com. And then you can follow him on Instagram at arijoshualovesyou. <laughs> and that, that was the thing I was going to say is he is constantly putting out new drops. He's putting out new songs all the time. So the best way to like be informed about all that is to go to his website and see if there's a place to sign up for like a newsletter or just go check back periodically and see what he's dropping. Cause it's always up on the website, what he's up to. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and when you'll hear it in here, don't forget about at music factory records, check out his website and music factory and see what's going on there. There's, He's got a lot going on. Yeah, he does. <laughs> busy, busy man. So let's do the business and get them to the interview. What do you guys say? Yeah, I also like that this is our uh, two weeks in a row. We've had um, music teachers, teachers on. Oh, that's true, huh? Yeah. This- if you haven't listened to last week's episode with Marcel, please go back and listen to it. He is a bluegrass uh, guitar teacher and he's incredible. So uh, yeah, shout and, out to teachers. And, and I'll say it now too. If you're like me, like like I don't play. I, I need to play someday. I realize more and more as I hear these things. But I was like, I was like, well, this uh, this isn't going to be interesting for me. It is such an important teaching thing that that episode did, talking about like joining the conversation. And so many things were touched on there. That yeah. it was amazing. And listening to bluegrass for years now, it was an education on on the history of bluegrass yeah, as well yeah. in that conversation. So yeah. So here's the deal. Follow No Simple Road at No Simple Road on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com and get yourself some No Simple Road merch, man. You yeah. know what? It's it's springtime. Freshen up that, that wardrobe. Yeah, we got women's tank tops Yeah, up I there. love my little no, Bertha No Simple Road. I got those comfort tank. color men's pocket tees up there. They're yeah, fucking, Luke likes his. I, I love mine. Yeah, so I, there it is. I love all of my gear from No Simple Road. You can get a tarot reading from Mel and I, and um, you can sign up for our newsletter there. And then our Patreon is fucking popping. That's all I got to say. I just posted today. What did you post? You gotta, oh, don't tell them because they have to <laughs> sign up. check it out. <laughs> yeah. They're not telling. There's so much stuff going on on the Patreon right now that I feel like anybody that listens to the show every week, if you're not a patron on there and getting that extra content that's over there, you're missing like a third of the show now because there's so much happening with the side roads and the polls and the joke of the week and all the interaction between the community that's going on over there, you're really missing out on a, a huge part of what this community of getting is. to know the community. Yep. So the way you become part of that is patreon.com forward slash no simple road. And look, you can say if you're like, it's going to cost too much. No, it's not. You can sign up for a dollar and then somebody boom. that has been a Patreon member for a year, their total is $14 given to us. That's, that's you don't have to spend a bunch. You no. can just be part of it for as long as you want and just help us out when you feel it. And, and I want to say it's the best way to get to know everybody better. We get yeah, to know family. everybody even better through Patreon and Corey's now, you know, reaching out and doing the side roads with longtime listeners, new up. listeners. I mean, everybody's included when you get in Patreon. And hey, I want to say a special thank you and shout out to Matthew McDonald from Perpetual Groove Aww. who upped his um what? Patreon contribution. And you want to know what Matthew, you have you continue to find ways to support No Simple Road and I am eternally grateful for yeah. that. Like truly you step up even when you're already up. 
So thank you. <laughs> and I, I want to say to Matthew too, since we're thanking you, Matthew, for giving me my favorite hat that I've had in years. I picked yeah, the you don't white even one. Really wear hats. I don't wear hats, but I he love that wearing one. that. I wear that one. It's so comfortable and it's white, which usually isn't my thing. I love it. Thank you, Matthew. And that's in the helping support. People always look at it too, like, what's that? And then I get to explain to them why who, it's perpetual. Who perpetual groove. grooves are mm-hmm. and that you need to listen to them. Uh, Apple, it's perpetual groove. Groove. No S. The groove. It's one groove. You do okay. groove. You do have grooves, grooves when you listen to it. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, hey. That's the whole Patreon thing. Be like, be like Matthew, you know, just do it. Go, go there now. Dot yeah. com forward slash no support. We all support each other. That's right. You can also call 971-808-1524. That is the no simple road tepid line. You can call in and say whatever the hell you want. You got three minutes. Go. 971-808-1524. I'm counting on you. Yeah. And if three minutes isn't enough, you can call back again and again. We encourage long ramblings. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and uh, we get them. Hey. <laughs> Also, if you want to do something really, really cool for No Simple Road, go on whatever podcast player you're listening to us on, mostly Apple Podcasts, and leave us a five-star review and type a few words in there about the show. Hey, love the show. You guys are doing awesome. Whatever. Or I eat apples every week, and then I listen to No Simple Road. Or like when I walk my dog, I listen to this show. Whatever you want. Go on there. Leave a little review. Go on your way about your day, and you'll have a little joy in your heart that you did something nice for No Simple Road. And, and it helps us. And, and it puts us. a smile on our face. And then last but not least, tell somebody you love about the show. It's that easy. Just like, you know, in conversation. You're at work and you know somebody over there that's heady too. And you hang out and you guys go to lunch every once in a while. And you guys are eating burritos and you're hanging out. And then and you're like, oh, shit. You know what? I was going to tell you. You should check out No Simple Road. They got interviews with everybody. And Aaron, Mel, and Apple are great to listen to. And I, I walk my dog to them. Then you did something sweet. That one would make me happy. That made me happy you just doing it. Right? And you had a burrito. Yeah. See? Easy. All right. I think that's the business. Easy breezy. That's the business. Wow, that was fast, you guys. You were rushing us behind the scenes, just so you know. I was. I was like, hurry the fuck up. His arm was like moving like in this really fast circular motion. I was actually pumping my arms like we were running. No, we weren't doing that. And and then the eye contact. Yeah, it was very intense. Yep. Me me and Mel have been looking at each other like, how do we escape? I don't know. Like, we're looking at the doors. Can't really talk about anything. You'll never get out of this. (sighs) Okay, I'm sorry. Apple, be quiet. All right, let's get get into the interview. (laughs) Let's do it. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you... Ari Joshua.
Stacy was calling Matt. <laughs> and I added Trey so he'll see it. Oh my god! <laughs> that's not even that cute. He that's doesn't even have his glasses that's on. Great, babe. That is cute. That that's the kind of odd thing that, that could just love. get his attention to be like, well, "What are they doing?" There we go. There he is. He's back. Guess who's back in the month? Oh All right, shit! Come on. All right, here second, we go. Second. Fingers crossed. Drum roll. It's the Music Factory. Ari Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And uh, are we are we good? Yeah. We yeah. You that sound great. It. What did you do? What did uh, you do? Yeah, I I played a G chord in a third, third position. <laughs> and I added a six on top. Hell yeah! <laughs> Dope. Yeah, it, it looks I cool. held it. Wait, I, I held it at the right angle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that. And I, I had to move it just over a little bit like that, and then it just you yeah, it started working it again. Put tinfoil on the yeah. neck of the languedoc, and you're all right. I do, yeah. Actually, I, was, I brought I brought the languedoc here Ooh. because I thought you guys oh, might actually oh. think it was a cool thing. That, what? Man. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, this is my the custom uh, sort of one of a kind. Uh, look, it's like the Excalibur. Can you see the back? Can I see the back? Is it? Yeah. No, you're not allowed. That's, That's like showing her butt. Dope. Wow. Wow. Yeah, congratulations on that one. Wow, man. Yeah, that's Why it. Why are you showing off, like, Ari? <laughs> uh, you said it. I didn't, you said it first. I mean, that's the rule. I can't actually. No. I wasn't going to do it, but then you said the word. Yep. And that invited in. Yeah. You oh, deserve that's, actually, that's what the rules are. Yeah. Ari, you deserve to show off. Yeah, she did. Just yeah. know that. Aw. Uh, Thank uh, you. There's Ari, a lot of work in. For, yeah. For all the... Um, Folks out there listening to us hang out together, why don't you tell them who you are? Um, oh, I, I do that? Okay. Yeah. Do that. We love to have the people introduce themselves because we could do it easily, but you'll say something way different than we will. And I think that a lot of people appreciate that. Plus, you know you better. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I, I know I, you know myself. Yes. <laughs> but, but are we enjoying it? Yes, we are. Uh, I, I hope so. Hope yes, so. yes. Um, but yeah, no, my name's Ari, and um, I'm a guitar player, songwriter, singer, and educator. And, um, you know, um, I've spent my life uh, dedicated to the music, and uh, I've put put a lot of uh, a lot of hours and a lot of time into all the different areas uh, uh, that go into uh, being an artist. Um, I, uh, I've got an interesting very interesting kind of different backstory, um, which is that I was born in South Africa and um, my folks uh, didn't want me to grow up in apartheid. And we moved to uh, the East Coast when I was pretty young. Mm -hmm. And uh, we lived in the East Coast kind of in in the early, you know, in the 80s. And um, most of the time was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh And uh, I used to go to the chocolate factory as a kid and I remember we had these free tours of the chocolate factory and it was like, that's dope. Uh, it was awesome. And then, um, we, we, we packed up and moved across country and I spent my high school and middle school years in Seattle and, um, got exposed to a lot of amazing music. It was during the peak of the grunge era yeah. and the tail end of the grateful dead, um, you know, living, uh, legacy that the, the original dead, uh, and, you know, the beginning of fish in a way, Right. And um, I got into the jazz band in my high school, which uh, put us on a bunch of kind of international tours and, and jazz festivals. And I was able to kind of meet like these, you know, Elvin Jones and Herb Ellis and 
you know, this like long list of sort of jazz legends that were still around. And that kind of catapulted me to get a scholarship to go to New York and study at the new school. Um, and I was at the new school at a really special time when there were a lot of jazz legends still alive and teaching. And I got to uh, rub shoulders with a bunch of incredible um, um, professors and, and jazz legends. And um, that was sort of the same time also that I met uh, uh, after college, met um, Marco and Joe out there, you know, the, oh, yeah. you guys will be familiar with them. And yeah. then did some kind of did some playing with them. And then um, after a couple of years of New York, it was really, it was just really competitive. And, um, you know, 9-11 happened and um, for, for various reasons, I just kind of bolted home for what I thought was just going to be a vacation. And I sort of ended up opening up a, a music school for kids and uh, for adults. And we're now um, 15 years into what? that. And we've taught, um, you know, close to 100,000 or maybe a lot more than 100,000 lessons. It's, it's up there in that 100,000 uh, number oh, area. And we've wild. employed many, many teachers. And uh, we just, um, on our 15-year anniversary this year, bought the building that we've been in with the help of one of the guys, one of my heroes, which is one of the guys from Pearl Jam, who, um, uh, and another local business lady who runs a company called Glassy Baby. Um, they heard that we were going to have to move or potentially lose our building. And, you know, they saw the, the impact we were having on the community over time. And, um, and now I'm, uh, um, you know, so there's a business component to what I do. And, Um, I'm anxious to kind of get out there and tour and play now because I feel like I've sort of done all the, the base of the pyramid, uh, work. Um, so I've just been releasing a lot of releasing a lot of music now. Um, but also, you know, it took a while to get there. I had to overcome a lot of fear and a lot of personal obstacles. And, um, so I've got a lot to say and I'm kind of just here and I'm honored to be here. Wow. Right on. You, See, I wouldn't have said all that. <laughs> See, you, it sounds like you laid, you laid one hell of a foundation for yourself to be at this point in your life. Like you said, just like releasing more music and doing your thing, getting ready to tour. Like that is like you raised kids and now they're out of the house and now you can do whatever mm. you want. That, that's what it kind of feels like. Yeah. Yeah, no, it totally. It's like, uh, we've raised a, a whole generation of, 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 uh, of musicians, I hope, and and I hope to continue doing that. You know, you said you said one thing that they were um, that they saw that the kind of um, influence it was having on the community. What has that had? What do you mean? How how do you see that? Um, you know, I think we live in a world where um, a lot of times the things that people do that are positive don't go recognized or rewarded. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of negative behaviors are, are rewarded um, mm-hmm. in, in, in in the culture that we're in uh and just a lot of behaviors of just it's a lot of just whatever looks like it's cool everybody's going to do the thing that looks like it's cool um so people like uh like like a lot of artists i'll say and 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 i can relate and being like me you know do a lot of work and um i think um you know we it, it was just a really special situation where some very special people um have been watching what I've been doing and it's not like I just did it for six months or a year. Um, but you know, 15 years is, is enough that I think if you do anything consistently for that long in, in any kind of community, you're going to, you know, things are going to happen for you is I guess what I'm yeah, saying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, I mean, there's a, a real thing about music and what it does for people. I mean, <clears throat> obviously we wouldn't be talking right now without that. And 
your whole life has been based around music, basically. I mean, you started playing when you were four. Is that right? Uh, you know, I, I didn't really, really start playing guitar until I was like about 12 or 13. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I had like, uh, yeah, I started like my first, uh, present for my first birthday was one of those Fisher Price record players. Right. Cute. And my grandmother, who was like the, like, I mean, she's, she's with me now kind of thing. You know what I mean? She's yeah. like this figure. Uh, uh, she was in, she lived like on this sort of Cape town, like on the, on the beach. Um, like in my mind, it was like the actual Southern tip there of Africa, right, of but there course. was actually a more Southern tip. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I would just go visit her and it was legendary. And um, uh, she bought, she, she said my first word was music. I would come over to her house and go to the record player and say mimic. So it, oh, wow. I always had a, a really strong connection and understanding, I think of um, a lot of the levels that go into, into the, into the medium. Uh, but it wasn't until like, I was like 13 that I was able to get my hands on a guitar and, and start playing. So, I mean, we've listened to your music and it's fucking amazing stuff, man. It's, it's not run of the mill. This is, this is special. And you said no. something that you said something that caught my ear, man. You said fear. Yeah. Mm. Fear of yeah. what? Like when you're talented like uh, that, don't you know that you're talented like that, Ari? Like you, you, you do because you're recording it. Right. But where's the fear come in? Uh, I think it's all around us all the time. Um, I think it's uh, it's a powerful, powerful force out there, and uh, it takes a, it takes a lot to wrestle with. And um, you know, where does it come from? It comes from all kinds of places, you know. Like, um, but you know, for one, um, I think there's a lot. I think you know, I wonder if you know um, if the Grateful Dead, if those guys were around today, would they even get discovered? You know, would they even, would it even happen? You know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, even if like Miles Davis was around today, would he just be another trumpet player that's just playing trumpet or would he, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if, um, I don't know how much faith I have in society right now to, <laughs> to recognize where the light is. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, you know, I'm trying, trying to shine a light as, as bright as I possibly can. And even with everything I got, um, there's things that aren't falling into place the way that I really would like them to. And I think that, you know, but there's a, there's a paradox there because um, it, as you wrestle with that and try and control that uh, you actually have, you can kind of create even more of an obstacle sometimes yep. Yep. and where the, where the actual thing happens is a little bit deeper. Um, and I think that's where you actually have to kind of conquer those fears. There's all fears every like all around, you know, it's sort of like, you know, why should I share my music if, it's only going to go to my, my close family and no one's going to buy it and I won't make any money back on it. Right. That's, that's a fear, you know, right. there's all, there are all kinds of, there are all kinds of them. So, but you know, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a long topic. Well, <laughs> well, here's the, here's the other thing too, that you just said, like when you're doing something and you're, you have the plan and, and things aren't going quite the way you expected them to, I, I, and I and I'm saying this from personal experience. This is something that I've figured out is like when I'm worried or wondering why it's not working out the way I wanted it to. And I don't think that it's happening. It's happening around me while I'm not paying attention. 
because I'm focused on how it mm-hmm. didn't go down the way I thought it should. And I'm like, it's happening in all these other ways around me that I'm not noticing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah, that I wasn't even paying attention to. And no, it, totally. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard to bury yourself and, and to put it out for people to comment on, especially right now. Like you said, the world is fucking bananas. It's off the rails. I mean, that's a, such a good point, Ari, like about like Miles Davis and, you know, Grateful Dead. Like you're right. There's so much stuff and it's tons of good stuff and tons of bad stuff, tons of mediocre stuff. It's just an overkill of stuff. So even more than being noticed, I guess I, and I, I'm probably saying this for myself too. It's like, you just owe it to your craft and your discipline to put it out to the muse. Yeah. Because who cares if it's seen and, and regarded as incredible, but you did the thing and you put it out for those that are, have eyes to see, to see it and ears to hear, to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I'm, I have a piece of myself that's really, um, that's really into education and, and sharing knowledge. And if there was a younger generation that came along right now and someone who was really serious about the craft, I mean, that's one of the things I would say is don't be afraid of, of, you know, um, really tackling something. If you feel strongly about it, like if you've got a group of people that you're playing with and you really like playing together, like, like there's so many obstacles that can get in the way of you guys not making a record and not putting it out or, or not, you know, going out there and trying stuff. Um, but inevitably like, uh, uh, if I could go back in time and I knew more, there was a lot of things in that vein that I would have done, but at the time was just too hard for me to do probably. Right. Right. So, So, I mean, I was in Seattle around the time that you were living there. I I lived mm -hmm. up there during the grunge era and all that. And the end Mm -hmm. of the grateful dead, like around 93 Mm -hmm. and the music scene was so rich and still is in Seattle. Like it's crazy good up there. Mm -hmm. And how, how did that infuse what you're doing now? Well, I mean, you know, this is something like, you know, I've, um, and I don't mean this, I I mean, I I don't know how to say this. I'm trying to say this in like sort of a humblest, humble, possible way, but (laughs) I've, I've taught like, you know, in the, like, really like thousands of people now. And I've, I've taught so many people over these years of, of trying to build the business and, and teaching and maybe not even like about the number, but there's people that I taught for like five years or like, you know, met them when they were young and took them up to a certain age. I don't actually teach anymore now at the school kind of runs mostly, you know, um, um, but like, it was very rare, way more rare than I ever would imagine to find somebody as passionate about music as I was, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so, and, and also like, like, I didn't really find a lot of kids that like had the kind of things that I was able to see either. So like, I was able to see, you know, like Steve Ray Vaughn, uh, and Eric Johnson double bill before I played guitar. You know what I mean? Like my dad took me, I, I was able to see like, um, you know, all that stuff. And then I saw like, you know, Nirvana, like I saw Kurt Cobain, I, I went to the Headbangers ball and like I was second row, Kirk Cobain's right there. And I was able to, in my mind, be like, oh, oh that's what an angel looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh my God, I'm seeing this right now. Like this is happening right in front of me and that's what it is. And I totally get it. You know what I mean? Like, or I got to see the Grateful Dead and, you know, experience what that was like, that original version of it, or, you know, going to see, 
even, I mean, fish is just super consistent, but they were great back then too. And they were, you know, they were really like shining the light down too. And, but, you know, also some of these jazz musicians where it's like the original people, um, mm-hmm. I just got like a dose and at an age that was so like influential, I think like what happens to you when you're like between, you know, sort of 12 and 16 is like such a big deal. And I think I got to experience a 12 to 16 that'll never happen again. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to do like the sixties. I mean, that would have been crazy too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, but I got the tail end of for sort of like these giants walking the earth and the industry not being, you know, as sort of the way it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was a huge influence. I mean, I don't know if it was necessarily, I mean, I think the Northwest always has like something interesting about it. where like, you do get these like Jimi Hendrixes and these sort of Kurt Cobains and yeah, to be here when that was going off was, I mean, it was life changing. Dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, I, go ahead. Apple. Well, I, I was going to, I was going to chime in here and say, I, this, this will end up being a question, but I, it, from when we first learned about you, I, I never heard of you until Aaron brought you up when you first booked him a little while ago. And I started, I immediately go to YouTube and I started watching like a lot of your, there's a lot of your music up there with different people, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. to take in and everything. And then even this morning I was watching the, the Hendrix thing you did a couple of weeks ago up mm-hmm. there but then i'm looking i'm like and i'm wondering to myself i said there it's like it's like why isn't he in a band like touring he's amazing but then reading like your pedigree and now hearing what you're saying it, it i love it man it just sounds like you're one of these musicians that you want to do everything so like focusing <laughs> on a band like touring you would not have all these experiences you now have under your belt including these recordings you know older recordings you're putting out now and I'm just curious if I'm on a kind of on point. I mean, you started to mute. It sounds like you were very passionate about learning music and worked with certain professors that influenced you to go open the music factory. And mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if I'm on point. It just sounds like yeah, you, you, you want to do so I mean, here, much. It's hard to concentrate on that one singular thing. Okay. So this is kind of like one of the ways I kind of address that sometimes with, with people, but, but um, I kind of like, you know, with, with, with being a little metaphorical, obviously, like, you know, where you can get lost in translation, but, um, I kind of feel like, um, you know, there's this like people who are like stars and people who are incredibly like just the best of the best, you know, they kind of like find their black hole pretty early on. And when I say black hole, I mean, like think about someone like Michael Jordan, like he knew pretty, pretty young, like that he had something and he had to do something and he had to work hard or Kobe Bryant, you know, Um, or, or even Trey. Right. And so there's a thing, or even Kurt Cobain, you know, or Jimi Hendrix, like these people, like were able to like sort of discover this black hole early and kind of go directly in. And that's kind of what makes them sort of genius. You know what I mean? Um, but I think for most people, they never, ever, even their entire lives discover what their black hole is in this regard. Or if they're lucky, they might be able to walk around it close enough, but they might be like, yeah, but that would be too hard. So I'm just going to have to like, you know, do this other job. Or they might even get all the way close to being able to go in, but be like, well, it doesn't really pay anything for me to go in the black hole, but this other thing is going to pay me, you know, for whatever reason, they might not go into the black hole, but I feel like I have like danced around the black hole, like from an early age. And I would have loved to go directly in, but you know, I don't know if I would have survived it if I went in and maybe the universe was like, that would have been too much. 
much or, you know, just for whatever reason, it just chose me to go on this path of like, you know, kind of going around it. And all these things that have happened to me have happened as a result of the work I've done to kind of go in, if that makes any sense. Oh, it totally. Yeah. I, I love I, that metaphor. I, I would have, I would have preferred to like, you know, be like, you know, 18 years old and I had my best friend and we had a band and I, you know, I, I thought that we could have done something incredible or like, I would have preferred to like, you know, when I was in New York, you know, pin down, I mean, I tried to pin Marco and Joe down at that, you know, in those years <laughs> and like play with them. And, you know, they were like, well, we're going to do this duo thing. And I'd, so I go down to knitting factory and play with them as much as I could as a duo. But, you know, you can't control a lot of th- no. things and you just kind of have to accept what you have and make the best of it. And that's what I've kind of just been doing. You know, it, it's well, what it's led to thousands of separate adventures that you've had with all these different people and musicians. And that's what I was curious about, too, is the, these the tracks you're putting out. Like, I didn't even know till today I hadn't looked because I've been busy with surgery and stuff. I didn't know you just dropped another one of the singles, the thousand dollar question with Ray and Russ. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it's amazing. And then I saw that like when you, is that the recordings you did after tab had done the beacon jams, you flew out yeah. to New York during pandemic and went out there and recorded. And yeah, it's like one of those things where like to, to, to someone else, they could be like, well, that's amazing that you got to do that. Like it's like a dream, mm-hmm. but it's just another, it's just another thing. It's just another piece, you know? Um, and it was, but it was, yeah, it was amazing to do it. I mean, it was no doubt incredible. I mean, uh, I, I can't tell you how much I love both Jerry Garcia and Trey Anastasio and a number of other, you know, hundreds of other people. Um, and to be, to, to be able to get close to what they're doing in their black hole in any way possible is always going to be a treat, you know? Yeah. Well, those, um, those but, black holes have gravity, like f- to take the, yeah, once I, I go in, hopefully, yeah, it's like a whole <laughs> yeah. thing. All right. Totally. And, <laughs> and, they're going to pull you right in there. Yeah. Well, I wonder this because this was a misconception that I had with doing this show. And I wonder if you've had this misconception yourself is you play with some other amazing musicians like Ray and Russ or Marco or, you know, Joe or whatever. And you think like, this is the one that's going to pull me in. This is the one that's going to do it. And then mm-hmm. nothing. Or it's the yeah, same it as Yeah, it just goes was. to show you how fucking amazing it is someone like you know i mean like in my case like i i'm I'm, i have a i'm blessed to have a mentorship with stone gossard Mm -hmm. from pearl jam and and sort of like this whole thing that's happening um which is kind of on the dl still but he said you know i could talk about it a bit you know okay cool um but you know it just goes to show me like how brilliant someone like him or the guys like fish like how just incredible they are as human beings and you know what what they're doing is just so incredibly brilliant because it's so hard to keep people together um and to navigate all the things that go along with collaborating with people um you would you would never believe it but like just to keep a band together for 20 years 30 years um it's very 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 rare and it it goes to show just how incredible these people must be i think well yeah dude any relationship think of any relationship, a husband and wife, if you say we've been married for 40 years, people are like, holy shit, congratulations. You know, yeah. Fish is in their 40th year right now. That's that's monumental. Yes. In, in yeah. And, and they all and, they, and, and, you know, we all know that they went through all these sort of ups and downs. Right. And, right. You know, like uh, there's like I mean, they even you know sort of called it off for a while. And, um, they, you know, and they don't they, they don't financially need to keep 
going in any, in any sense, you know, like it's, it, and it's, it's, uh, it's, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, you want stuff to work out and it doesn't always work out. And there's a lot of lessons to learn too. Like sometimes you learn, Oh, I, maybe I didn't need to push that hard in this way. And I would have gotten more back, mm-hmm. you know, um, there's just these lessons and you can only sort of learn them. And, you know, do we, do we, do we know if we're going to like, if we're learning these lessons and we're going to take them on to the next lifetime or not, or are we just here to kind of, are we just lucky? Is it just the luck of the draw, you know, or are there, you know, it's, it's, that's kind of a mystery, but, um, there's definitely a component to, um, you know, people who are able to, to figure that out. And there's, there's, a, it should not be, um, understated how, how, how much just, of a miracle it is you know oh yeah, so, yeah. Well, especially yeah. with like pearl like pearl Jam, like the grunge era i was big fans of everybody all of us here pearl jam we we're talking about that like a month or so girl ago pearl jam was one of the few to make it through like unscathed so many other bands lost people and things happen and everything and pearl jam is since they've been amazing yeah. to, to till today so and it, how did that collaboration with stone come up with the we just saw what was going on with the building and they he jumped in um, or you knew him before that or what uh basically uh um it's just one of those things where like you know as you kind of like learn how things go you don't want to like i think part of it part of the, the magic is you don't want to like sort of pressure anyone mm, uh too yes. much too much <laughs> and i think um with that relationship i you know i was for, I just like made sure he could have a space because I know he's a busy guy, you know, right. and and that's one side of it. And I just love him so much that you know I want to honor him any way I can. But I, I originally started working with him at least 15 years ago. And I think I was if I remember it correctly, either he got a hold of this CD I made called Ari Sakadoria, which was me and Kevin Saka, who's the drummer from Pendulum. Uh-huh. And uh, he's like this drum and bass drummer. He's incredible. Everyone should check him out. Anyone who's listening should check out KJ Saka and uh, Joe Doria, this incredible organ player that I play with all the time. And we had this trio record and it was actually produced by Michael Shreve. Michael Shreve is uh, Santana's Woodstock drummer. Right. And and Shreve actually saw us play our first gig together. And he was like, this is the band I want to produce, you know. And uh, he just brought us into his studio, which was his house at the time. He owned three houses on a block in town. Uh, his family was in one, one was a recording studio and one KJ lived in the drummer. Cause he, they had this sort of relationship through drumming. Okay. Um, and he like recognized Kevin's brilliance, you know, sort of early on. And, um, we made that record and that was like one of the few records I made from that era because, um, cause Michael helped us do it, you know? And, um, it, again, it's just, it's actually harder, I think, than the general public realizes to make an album, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's a lot, it takes a lot. Um, but, um, it was floating around and either he got a copy of it, or I think maybe I left a copy of it in the studio. Um, and he, uh, you know, he, he called me and, and said he loved the record. Uh, I love my playing and he said, congratulations on a great record. And for me, I haven't, like, I don't, I, I doubt that he'll watch this interview. Um, right. he was a busy guy. Um, but, I'll just say candidly that, you know, this is someone that I saw when I was very young that had a huge impact on me. Um, so to have him call me at that time was, was a big deal for me. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I just kind of said, you know, thank you, uh, appreciate it, but you know, and it's kind of, and then 
you know, I think a year later or something like that, he's like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Can you come by the studio? And I played on one of his solo records, which was also like a real, really awesome. Holy and, shit. and then, um, uh, you know, many years go by, but I'm all, you know, you see people that he knows and he knows people and, and, you know, even at times he's like, this is my friend. He has a beautiful kid. He's looking for lessons. And I'm like, I'll take him, you know, I'll yeah. teach him. And it's just from like a years and years of like that kind of thing. Um, that eventually, um, the timing was just a perfect storm. That, that, and that's when the best, that's the way the best shit happens right there. Like, yeah. and <laughs> you know, like all those years ago, him hearing your album and giving you a call and then you guys cultivating a relationship over however many years that all happened maybe just because of this thing in the few, we can't see any of that shit, man. We don't know. Yeah. But I think that like some people that are, you know, I don't think whether they know it or not, but there's these people that I think are a little bit even more in tuned about how this stuff works. And it just might be possible that he's one of those people that has a very, very deep understanding, even though he couldn't articulate it or explain it to you or teach you without it just being what it is, you know? And I think like sort of, you know, you look at Trey and he's kind of, I think one of those guys probably too, that, you know, just sort of (laughs) like how many coincidences, just happen with that guy, you know, like to make everything happen. Like, you know, it's like, there's a, probably a, there's a bit of a science to this kind of success. And, um, I, I think part of it is, is, you know, your heart and your soul. So what, what, science and, and I think luck too. I mean, well, yeah, right. Absolutely. You have to, well, you have to be skilled. That's the first thing. So that's right out the gate. And then, yeah, the science of like being around people at the right time and then people recognizing it. Like you said, like so many things have in this world. How do you get recognized with your, that science, with the luck and with your group that you want to be in? Well, it's also what you're putting out mm-hmm. too. Like, like Ari said, it's, it's your heart. It's your soul. Like the vibe that you're putting out into the world is resonating and coming back. I mean, yeah, I think everything without getting too deep, but it is very deep. Um, and this is kind of like the reason why with the study of music, but like all of the cosmic stuff that's going on and all the, you know, even just like, like look at Tesla, you know, all this stuff is all related to vibration and frequency and and music. And there's, there's certain laws in music that as you get deeper and deeper into they're kind of mind blowing, um, and, um, there's, there, I think there's ranges to that same frequency that are, are so low and so high that they're not measurable on the, on the, on the charts. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, uh, and, and that kind of, those kind of frequencies, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot to learn about them. <laughs> I, so you said, um, you said, you know, like a little bit ago, 15 years you feel like you've kind of laid that foundation so now you can go out but like what about like 10 years mm-hmm. you know when you were doing your school for 10 years that seems like a really good chunk of change to go out and like do it what yeah. was this 15 year mark why was this a little bit different or more special or more you know for you yeah i mean you know i almost feel like i'll have to like uh sometimes i feel like i'm gonna have to like this there's, there's just so much that's happened in my life, like all the way back to childhood. I didn't even like before that, you know what I mean? Like yeah. family and, and all this. And, um, I think, I think, you know, let's just be honest that people, you know, different people go through different things and have different challenges and there's different reasons why. But, um, I think, you know, the music industry is just incredibly so much more difficult than people realize. Mm. 
and the way that people reward musicians is just so uh unfortunately it's just this very unfortunate state unless you're very 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 successful um and um you know i felt as though in order to make things work i had to really figure out how to um to pay for stuff i didn't have any no one gave me any money i didn't have any money yeah um so i had to build it up and i felt as though um I tried my best to hit this 27 club, you know, I was like, well, you know, okay, let's go for the, uh, you know, the long lasting, uh, other thing. And there's a lot that kind of, we did it out. You know, I, I had, I don't really feel completely comfortable talking about it too much yet, but I had some drug, um, you know, abuse issues and, um, and that's, um, related to the fear, I think yeah. also. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I thought in my mind that, um, I had discovered something that was going to, um, help me propel me forward in a better way because it would, um, help with the fear. Um, but as it turns out, that's just not the, it's not the proven, it's not, there's some people that are very lucky that are able to kind of burn out that way, I guess yeah. to say, um, but then you're dead. So, um, uh, uh, you kind of have to make a lot of choices as things go. And as you can see, yeah, like I, I juggled a lot. So, um, uh, the school, um, the school was always, uh, a way that I knew I could control that, um, that level of giving back yeah, and providing a service with what, with the skills I have, um, and to reach the radius that I was in control of, of reaching. Um, even though I dreamed to reach a much bigger radius and to resonate with a lot more people. Um, but they, it took, I mean, it's taken, it's taken. Well, I was just going to say, I think about yeah. like all those hundred thousand lessons that you were mentioned earlier. And out of those mm-hmm. hundred thousand lessons, a hundred thousand more possibilities of maybe it's not you specifically, but these kids now adults and adults, now have gone it's like the whole pay it forward kind of a thing you've like your mark is undeniable in over a hundred thousand people's lives and you know maybe not people well, but like uh, yeah, yeah not people the, but lessons you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like but, exactly like one person can take lessons sure multiple times a week for a whole year and then they can be with us for 10 years yeah but yes. but, but what i yeah. mean is is that those like your your light is has is bright because you've kind of like you know, from that same candle sparking spark yeah. fires all, all over the place, dude. And they do whatever they do with it and, and come back to you. Okay. Maybe you weren't ready, whatever, but like what you've built is a uh, quite incredible. That's it, a, and that's a karma bank. That's full. Yeah, man. That's, an, an, <laughs> yeah. that's that, insane. That account is stacked with cash, man. Like, you know what? It, giving that gift to people, giving the gift of music to people, whether it's playing or teaching them to do it for themselves is one of the highest gifts. It really is, man. I, I've not been a lifelong musician. I just started learning how to play the banjo at the tail end of last year. And the reason I le- I wanted to learn an instrument um, was because my husband started playing his instrument more and I was starting to see a change in his personality he always played mm. music since we've been married we've been married 25 years and mm. he'd been on and off on and off but when he started playing consistently and started f- like playing better just for himself his 
he had more joy. He had more happiness, which is something, I mean, everybody's got their little, you know, some people are more pessimistic, some people are more optimistic. He had this kind of personality that wasn't, that I'd never seen before in a consistent manner. And so I only say all of that to say that like, that gift was so big and I wanted to experience that. I wanted to be like, well, gosh, man, if he's like got joy about it, what if I start playing? I want to like say something out, you know, and it really made a huge difference. So, I mean, I just can't tell you how important it is that you're yeah. doing what you're doing we or that, you and that happy. you have done what you've done. Yeah. Like it can't be understated enough or overstated, I should say. Uh, great. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, Ari, I, I want to ask you something. You mentioned family and like yeah. the spiritual side of things. And I, I saw your grandfather mentioned, can you, yeah. can you tell me a little bit about him? Yeah. I don't know where, where you saw that, but I definitely said it in a few places in a few, uh, but yeah, essentially, um, my, my grandfather escaped the Holocaust and, um, he, his story is very much like, uh, from my understanding of it, um, it's something that would be, you know, in a movie, um, he, he was walking around downtown. Um, his friend came up to him and, um, basically said, you can't go back to your apartment. Um, they're kind of taking everybody away right right now. Um, and he made the calculated decision to, uh, go to get his little brother from, from his daycare. Um, which, you know, he knew was getting out at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he went to the bank and got whatever he could. He didn't go back and he got on a train Whoa. and he kept getting on trains until he made it to London. Whoa. Uh, and he was able to do it. Um, and if he didn't do that, you know, I wouldn't be here. So, um, yeah. So, um, I think, um, uh, yeah, as I say it, I get the kind of pins and needles going. What, was you know? he a rabbi? Um, yeah. And he was a rabbi. Um, and he, he, when he went to South Africa, he met my grandmother was this brilliant woman, uh, who was one of the first to kind of go to one of these universities, you know, for, for, for a female. And they, as far as I get understand, they probably spun a globe and were like, we got to get the hell out of, out of here. He didn't know if it was going to spread up to London or what. And, and they, there was a job for a rabbi in Cape town and obviously apartheid was going on, but, um, from his vantage point, he was probably like, well, that's a lot better and what we're dealing with up here. Yeah. Uh, so he, he went down there and they actually got a job, you know, kind of like near an ostrich feather farm. Uh, and, you know, I, I, to this day, I see people who are, you know, in their 60s who are from South Africa and they'll be like, your grandfather was my rabbi. You know what, what? I mean? Wow. Uh, yeah. That's and awesome. I'll ask him stories about it. Um, yeah. And his father was a rabbi and his father was a rabbi and it goes all the way back and so my, my birth name is, is Zucker, mm-hmm. like, like the Facebook Zucker guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, um, the, my grandfather's last name or his grandfather, his father's last name, somewhere there was Pshisuker. And so that was the town that they were the rabbis of. So it's like the rabbis from Pshisuker. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, but they changed their name to Zucker because it sounded more German and they thought they wouldn't be okay. uh, persecuted wow. as much Jesus. if they had a more German sounding name. Uh, yeah, it's a lot, <laughs> dude. Do you feel like rich? He, he's been a force in your life, f- following yeah. you, helping you. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I don't know if it's for better or for worse because there's like you know, um, uh, but but well, I mean, it's obviously for better. But I mean, I don't know. My body tingles a lot, 
is all I can really Really? say. Like I get like a tingly, yeah, I get a lot of tingly feelings. And, um, when I'm playing music, I can attach to it and I see it happening. uh, And I saw it with a lot of musicians, which is kind of why I gravitated towards music. Um, (laughs) I remember at a point in time when I was young, I was like, well, I'm going to either be a doctor so I can help people or, or maybe I'll be like a spiritual, like a rabbi, you know, like in this way. Um, I had those thoughts. And when I saw musicians playing, um, I just kind of had a, an understanding of, of a lot of was going on and gravitated towards it. So it, yeah. Wow. What you said about Kurt Cobain it really resonated with me, man. Like seeing the dead for the first time, um, I really did feel like that. I was watching an angel on the stage. Like when Jerry was singing, it's all over now, baby blue at the end of the show. Like yeah. that was, that was a presence. There was something there. And I can understand how seeing Cobain was kind of the same thing for you. And, and um, it, it, is that the thing that makes not the only thing, of course, but like having that image in our heads do you think that is an obstacle to getting where you want to be as a musician because it's so big? You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's such. Big um, yeah, I mean, one thing I can say is that I don't think, you know, one, one thing I've learned is that there is no, like you don't really get, you, you can't like just by imagining the top of the mountain mm-hmm. or by seeing the top of the mountain or saying that you want to be on top of the mountain, get on top of the mountain. <laughs> the only way up the mountain is to take one step at a time. And so as much as time as you want to waste, you know, kind of like, you know, looking at that and, you know, um, it's not going to work that way. I don't think, I mean, there are people that are, you know, that do have that quick, yeah, yeah. that quick ascension, but you know, we don't see that as much these days. Mm-hmm. That was, but that at that time period, um, but you know, I never thought like, I never would see like Kurt Cobain and think like, I'm going to be like that. That's not like something I would think. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would just be like, I, I understand what he's doing and what he, what they're, what these people are doing is something that I feel I could do yeah, in some way, but it wasn't like I could play that chord. Like he plays that chord or no, no. I yeah. could sing like that. I mean, I wish I could sometimes and I can't, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I think it was like, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, wow. There's, there's a, yeah, there's, there's a lot to, to that yeah you know? you're a strong dude ari you're you're really str- just very strong and i think that i don't know you clearly but just a lot of the things that you're saying and just it, it seems as if you're very spiritually attuned to yourself whether you know it or say it or not and there's a lot of strength in what you've done over these past 15 years in creating a legacy and and you're just getting and, started. And he ain't done yet. Yeah, yeah, you're just getting started in something else. And what a like I'm excited. What about yeah. this what about this new like so you you said you want to start going on tour? Like is this with um Ray and Russ or what are you planning? What's what's how is that gonna manifest for you? I mean, I just know that I wanna get out and play because it's part of like it's part part of what you have to do to yeah. kind of reach to re- to resonate with people and to find um, people to resonate with 
as far as how to do it, I, I've never really been good at the the actual mechanics and the business side of of the music business. Um, and and I say that, I mean, I I am good in a way. I'm successful. I've employed people. I've created a business. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, um, it, I mean. I wish I had an answer for you that was like really exciting. Like I have this tour coming up with these right. people, you know what I mean? Um, I'm trying, I'm trying right now to get yeah. uh, a bunch of, a, a bunch of stuff lined up for, for New Orleans jazz fest. And I, right. you know, it's like, uh, but without like a booking agent, you know, it's like you, how much time is in the day? I can only like, if I email like 30 people, that's like a five hour job. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Yes, and like, is. then you're also trying to like mix and master your music. You're trying to find this. You're trying to make sure that the teachers are happy or, setting up a recital you're you know what i mean yeah you still got like, a lot <laughs> i need i need a team i really need a team so i guess what i'm hoping is that maybe someone will hear this this or maybe <laughs> one of those the karma things I yes. think, uh, will eventually land up with someone who goes you should be uh traveling who can you know who's like i'm really good at hotels and airplanes and uh and i know people at clubs and I know how to get people into clubs, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, that's a really hard, it's really hard. Again, I, I think people take for granted how much is expected of an, of an artist these days to, oh, to make yeah. stuff happen. You have to be like a graphic designer. You have to be a, <laughs> a PR person. You have to be a, you know, you know what I mean? You I, have to work. Uh, yes. I had this misconception yep. before we started doing this show. I had the misconception. I think a lot of people do have it that like every musician that you see is living in a huge house and has a bunch of money. And if they're a touring band, they're flush with cash all the time. And we found out very quick once we started doing this, that that is not the case. We, we host bands here at the house all the fucking time and feed them and let them do their laundry and like all that shit, because we see how hard it is. And those people Happily, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, that's wow. what we can do to give back to them. And, mm-hmm. and you know, the, who are we talking to? Maury, this guy, Maurice Tanny. Mm. And um, he was like, Incredible. you know, the way the music business is today, you have a band. The band is a vehicle to sell your merch, basically. And that's how the, the band is making the money is to is on the merch. That's how they're getting to the next town. They're not even making, you know, five hundred dollars on the show. And that's a huge misconception that people have and don't know that about playing music, that it's it's not a very lucrative career until you're huge. That's just the way it is. Unless you like like somebody like yourself who set, you know, who set yourself up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Yeah. No, it's really hard. It's really hard. It's a crazy little industry. And, um, I think, you know, one thing is like in most other industries, there's like lobbyists that can go to Congress and make laws and there should have been, uh, music industry lobbyist and like i just watched the uh here's like an example i just watched the documentary on david geffen or, uh-huh. you know what I mean? geffen records yeah. have you guys seen that uh-uh. no. fucking am- it's it's fucking amazing okay. like watch that documentary okay. yes. oh my god um but like you know by the end of the documentary he's like you know i was a billionaire in 1990 you know what i mean and then and he's like uh and the next thing happens to him he starts dreamworks with steven spielberg you know what i mean and then he buys the mansion the warner brothers what? family like owned and he, and he did it by like having these great relationships with artists. But the thing, what I'm trying to say is that there's a proven, it's proven already that there's a great market for music and right. that it's a great industry and a lot of money can be made, but it's just that the way that it's, it, it's not trickled down mm-hmm. and the 
way that it's been allowed for it to just be taken advantage of, taken advantage of, taken advantage of with no regulation, like this wouldn't happen in a lot of other industries. You know, there would be someone in Congress saying like, no, you're not allowed to do this or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like you yeah. have to pay for this music. You or, or yeah, 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 yeah. We're, you know, and I think like even from the beginning, like I, I remember cassette tapes, you know? Yeah, totally. And like, I would, if I could like, if I was like, you know, the Bill Gates of music industry and was alive or whatever, you know, I would be like, no, you can't make a cassette tape player with two sides on it. That's not cool. You know what I mean? Oh, and then sure. I would be like, C- oh, CD bur- CDs? No, you're not allowed. The only people who are allowed to have a CD burner is if you're licensed. Dang. And then like copying files, I would just be like, no, you're, you can't. That's not that's not possible. That's why would you allow that? You know you're what I mean? You're so right. Because like music is a product. Like it's a product. It's just non-local. And so and it's consumed. Yes, it's consumed, but, it is. Yeah. It's absolutely consumed. So we can sit here and listen to music all day for 24 hours and never have to pay yeah, anybody I can, for it. I can it. listen to the entire Beatles catalog and, today for nothing. Never like, yeah, like, and you've been like sweating your blood, sweating tears over the your past lifetime trying to make something incredible and we're just like, oh, skip, you know, next or oh, a thumbs <laughs> yeah. up on this. And you're right. that I never well, heard anyone it, say that before, but you're, you're totally right about that. And here's that. the thing too, like I didn't know that there was... Um, things in place in other countries like when apollo sons came and stayed with us they're from canada and like there's grants that the government is giving them to go on a tour oh totally all over europe you can just if you i know i remember going going to europe when i was in in high high school to to play with the jazz band and we did like home stays with the musicians and they're like yeah the government's paying for our apartment like (laughs) it's uh it's totally yeah they'll pay for your i mean it's just kind of built in um, I mean, the thing is, money is not even real, right? Like we yes. discovered that during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. They could just they could just decide to make it and give it wherever they want. Right. So, I mean, they could just decide to make you know two trillion dollars and take care of artists forever. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot, a lot easier. It's a lot harder to say it than that, but it's basically like almost that simple. If everybody yeah. in America just was like, "I'm fed up with the way that we're treating our artists. This is not right. This is just not ethically correct. We need to fix this." And went all the way up the chain and voted on it. Um, you know, musicians might be all right. I'm cool with that if we put podcasters in there with them. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, podcast, yeah, totally. Throw them in there. Yeah. Well, I, I think a third one too bill. would be would be teachers because you obviously you do the teaching thing. Teachers are teachers are the ones that are, yeah. they always get screwed over too, man. Like, come on, yeah. And and just add music teacher yeah. in there. It's yeah. like double insult to injury. And Ari, so. Are you, you're just dropping singles like every so often right now? Is that what's going on? Yeah, basically, um, you know, again, the amount of time that it takes and, and money, um, right. and, and this is fine. If you have, have like you know, a wealthy family or you have like some access to money and you can just do, do this, then that's great. But I, you know, for me that the amount of energy and time that goes into kind of, I have to like spend, you know, at least like five to 10 hours on something um, mixing it to get it to sound like that. I think it's good enough. Right. And that has to be done in a studio with someone who's an engineer and that engineer needs to be getting paid, you know, yeah. between 50 and a hundred dollars an hour. Right. Dang. And so, and the studio to record costs a certain amount of money and just to get to the studio costs a certain amount of money. So you end up with like, you know, each song is like 
maybe two thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Okay. So um, and you want artwork? You want artwork? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So an album, an album's a lot. You know. So then you you in, in today's day and age, and it might be different now, but from my experiences, if I make an album, I only have that push to share that album, and it's can only it's only cool for like a week or two. Right. And then it's just in the free pile. You know what I mean? What the fuck? <laughs> you're not ah, wrong though, no. Ari. You're not wrong yeah. at all. By f- it's that's insane. Yeah. yeah. So why 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 would I? Yeah. I mean, like I've already basically like done everything that you could. Po- I've learned about that all the things about the industry that aren't working yeah. <laughs> at this point. You know what I mean? Totally. And, uh, I, I reversed engineered it, geared it all the way down to like at least if I'm like sharing what I love with one person at a time, I can get some kind of rec- reciprocity or yeah that's yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah absolutely uh, yeah but um so yeah I mean, right now it's like i can't get an album out because i have like 300 original songs holy recorded shit. again it's like a plea like i need some if there's a team out there if there's people out there that want to help me like email me or whatever but i mean i'll pay like you know hourly rate or whatever but um you know, I have like 300 songs that I've recorded and like a lot of them are with, and at this point, like, you know, some are Benevento, just in the can, Russo from back in the day, got Medeski tracks. I got more tracks with from Vermont. Um, and then there's like all these jazz recordings with people's names you wouldn't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's all these songs I've written. So like, they're kind of like in the can and as I pull them up and the way I, I've never been someone who can just say, I'm going to do this one task until it's done. I'm more like... <laughs> I'm I'm like a little, a little bit more yeah I'm like a hard drive like it's like all the data is in there and it's spinning and it's capable of doing sort of all this stuff but it can only have one screen on at a time you and me are the same <laughs> you know what I mean yep. you and I are the same like that yeah man. so like so like the screen comes on it's like I'll pick away at that song and that's like three hours and then like let's do another song and so by the time a song's ready um you know that's kind of what the pace I'm at so it's like just getting these singles, but at the same time, like every time I put a single out, I also like learn a little bit more about how the industry works right. because like, you know, here I am talking to you. I wanted to talk to you guys like 10 years ago, or, like <laughs> five years ago, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And so, um, so finally this time around, I'm like, I don't, at some point I sent you a, a message and you know, or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, Oh yeah, I know. And it's like, you know, and I'm sure you get people sending messages and you're like, you're not, Cool enough to be on the show yet? Like we're kind of busy, we're booked up, right? Rarely. Well, um, the only reason oh, okay. the only reason we do that now is because we have such a long, um, we have such a backlog yeah, of we have stuff. Like, we have like nine episodes in the can right now, and that that's like yeah, exactly. And if somebody's yeah. like, we're on tour right now, and we need to promote it immediately. I'm like, eh, you know. But other than that, no, you know, I, I've kind of tried to make it a policy with with what we do. I, I think I've only said no a couple of times since we've been doing this. That's beautiful. Yeah, man. I think that everything has value in a lot of ways. If if somebody's just full of shit, I mean, that's, that's one thing I'm not talking about that, but like, the thing is, is that what we try to, at least from my perspective, what we try to highlight is the person secondarily, Mm -hmm. it's their craft. Like Mm -hmm. we want everybody out here to know who Aria is and how dope he is and what he's done in his life. 
and then it's going to make you want to listen to his music. And, mm-hmm. But sometimes the music, you know, it speaks for itself and we don't really need to promote it. We just want the, the people that have made it on to hear yeah. their story. You know what I mean? So yeah, but, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah, but like yeah. it's really the person because what we found out through doing this is that it's one thing to see, go buy tickets to a show and see somebody awesome and enjoy it and then that's, you go home. But after we've talked to them and we know about their freaking dog and, you know, their girlfriend and they're moving – like there's something inside of us. It's different. It's not just only enjoyable experience. Your friend. Exactly. We're like, we want this person to succeed. We want everybody that we know to hear them because they deserve to be heard and go buy their fucking merch. Go, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that's what we're trying to do, at least from my perspective. And which, you know? which we have, we've had conversations with musicians where music has not come up until like the very end 40, the 45 minutes into an hour conversation. We're like, Oh, oh by the shit. way, we were supposed to talk about your new album. I, I, also, Ari, I wanted to tell you, man, like not too long ago, we were on the show talking and I, I was like, you guys, I need help. Like Mm -hmm. there's too much going on with the show. I'm at a point where I can't do anymore. And Mm -hmm. if no simple road is going to grow, I need help from the community. Yeah. You get to that point, you know? And and I'm going to tell you something, man, it, it happened. We had a listener reach out and step up and he's producing the show. Now I have another guy that reached out and that we're friends with that. Like, Hey man, I'll start doing video editing for you guys. So I just put it out there. Yeah, your like petition it, like is not yeah, on deaf ears. This, is not, this group of people that listens to this show are can do motherfuckers. So yeah. I've seen yeah. it firsthand. So hopefully you get some some uh, response to that because you deserve it, brother. You know. After, the other thing is, I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and the other thing is, there's nothing more cool than like finding people who you can work with something like as a team. You know, right? like and that you're. You know, that's like the coolest thing. It's so fun. It's like the coolest thing. Yeah. It yeah. really is the I, coolest thing. We were talking about it just yesterday and I, I, I was like, yeah, the, you know, our friend Bobby, he's going to be doing, you know, producing these video clips and he's going to be taking over the YouTube channel and da, da, da. And I was like, I don't know why I never thought of this, but like the no simple road family, this, we should be the content creators, like all of us together doing this thing, putting out cool shit into the world. Like it shouldn't just be us by ourselves. It's, the community doing well you start out like that and then it grows you know and what awesome you have all this amazing stuff that's evergreen you know songs don't get old they do like what we were talking about when you bring it out but like you hear that song and it's not like oh you got to dust the dust off of it we haven't heard it yeah exactly there's always somebody Mm. who hasn't heard it or it's always an opportunity to be somebody's favorite song or their song Mm. for working out or there's you know what i mean like that's exciting to and yeah maybe daunting a little bit but it's super exciting that you've got all this um i don't know it's like uh you know cash <laughs> you've got all yeah. this cash hiding out you know you just gotta like He's unfold gotta it out where to yeah. cash it in though <laughs> exactly <laughs> how, ari how did you end up with a languedoc man oh that's a great question too um so you know i'm a. um i think when i was 20 years old or uh-huh. something 20 um i was in new york and um i already knew that i you know i i loved you know, this is like, you know, a long time ago now. And I, I kind of like, 
thought maybe I want one of those guitars that, that he has, you know, it looks, it's a great sound, you know, and it's interesting. There's a lot of guitars you can buy now that are really similar that people make, you know, um, and even PRS, but at that time, even PRS didn't have that guitar. I mean, really you bought a Strat or you bought a Les Paul or, you know, you got like an old jazz guitar, you know what I mean? Right. And I, I had a lot of old jazz guitars cause I was kind of learning jazz, but there was that, that size and make of, of a Languedoc is at that time is incredibly, um, ingenuitive. I mean, I, you know, yeah. it was, it was, it, uh, it wasn't very common for a rock guitar player to have a guitar that could get great jazz sounds. Um, and, um, and it, and it just made perfect sense, you know, that, right. that it was out there. And again, I was like 20 and I think I, um, uh, was in New York and I, I think I told someone, gosh, I'd really like to have one of those guitars. Um, and then they said, well, I have this email or I have this phone number. It's just listed in the East coast luthier, whatever, you know what I mean? It's just like this luthier list that was, you know, not even on the web. Probably it was like a, a pamphlet or I don't know what. Right. Um, and, um, I emailed him and got him on a call. And he was basically like, well, I'm still working with fish and, um, but I, I have thought about retiring, you know, or, you know, and I've never really made a guitar for anyone. Uh, but, uh, but I, I certainly have thought about, you know, doing that. Um, and I'll give you a call, you know, if that happens. And that was sort of like step one. And and again, a lot of these things that are happening in my life are kind of like that. Right. Okay. Like, like the thing with the school, the thing with these songs, it's like, if you, you can't get your uh, plant to become an incredibly large sunflower in the first week. Uh, at the very least, you know, you can put the seed in the ground and start putting water on it. Right. 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 Yeah. So, um, so, um, you know, I think a couple of years went by and either I reached out to him or he reached out to me and he was like, um, I'm, I'm down to build you one. And I think before that, I even like found these other builders. Like I was kind of looking around. There's like one guy was Ken Bavensi, I remember. And there's like a couple other guys that were willing to make a guitar like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he said, yeah, I can make you one. And I, and I can't really like say the number right now, but no. he gave me a, pr- he gave me a price. And I was like, I can't like, I can't do that. Like I was, I was like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll buy a car. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I can't. I'll buy like, I can, you know, I'll just stick with my guitar, you know, like, right. but I'm, um, thank you. Thank you. I'll give you a call back later, maybe, or something, you know? Um, and then a couple of years went by and I saw someone had sold a used one that he made and it was like double the price that he quoted me. What? You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, I should have just done that. Like that would have been smarter. It's like buying you know, a Rolex. Yeah. Like, yeah, I could have just bought that and sold it, and I could have just then bought the car that I wanted or whatever, you know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I had that I'm, I'm talking about one car you could get a car for a thousand, two thousand dollars, or three thousand dollars, you know, right. like, um, uh, or you use car, whatever. Um, but um, and then you know that kind of pattern kept going on, and it just it took a good, you know, ten, fifteen years, uh, until finally. Uh, the back and forth kind of equilibriumed out and we found a, a way to make it happen. And I think even he had sort of said, no, it's probably not going to work out. And then at some point he, he, he actually like did a full turnaround and came back to me and said, look, you know, I realized that you really, really want one of these. And it's been a long time. You've been asking me for a long time. 
Um, and uh, let's do it, you know? Wow. So when you finally get that, that guitar in your hands, Mm -hmm. is that like, I can't even put into words what that would be like. Is that like you said earlier, it's like having Excalibur. Yeah. I mean, I used to love that show, the, the sword and the stone, right. The, the King Arthur thing. Um, but, uh, you know, um, it was a great feeling to have it, but at the same time, um, and it is a wonderful guitar. It's incredibly, it's magical. It's a, yeah. But it also kind of like, I think she, gave me a lesson which was that um because i you see people on you know out there especially on youtube and stuff and they're playing a languedoc or they they have something that's similar and it doesn't necessarily it's like and a lot of people spend a lot of time focused on like what gear does he right play and, right, right. and how does he sound like he sounds and what you know all this stuff and it just kind of gave me a lesson of like it's not the guitar you know no. like it, it like it was, it was nice to rule it out like it rule it out like it's like this this is like a soul. The sound is a soul. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You dude. And 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 the, and the guitar is helping. Like everything along the way helps. You know, and everything, every single coincidence and everything. And, and it's great to have the nicest guitar on earth or whatever. You know. Right. But it, it's not. It's not like you can just plug that in and it's going to make you sound a certain way. Um. Like. Um. Like. And and there are plenty of people that can sound like other people's souls. <laughs> like they can come close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm but, with you, man. And, but like, uh, only your actual like, f- like frequency vibration uh-huh. uh, that's resonating. That's like only certain people can slice into the fabric of time. Let's right. just say that totally. All right. And and all that thing is is a <laughs> conduit, and that's why it's called an instrument. yeah totally totally it's not a tape recorder it's an instrument and something like that though like i feel like that's like a distillation of the universe that comes down when you get something like that it's like this distillation is like okay here's your tool go to work you know what i mean it's kind of it's kind of rad man and it's the one you have is really beautiful i love the color so cool yeah yeah it's really really cool it's like uh so it's a very special thing. Yeah, man. So yeah. for the people out there, Ari, that want to help, where mm-hmm. would they go? Um, I mean, I think my website, which is, you know, needs organization in, in itself, okay. <laughs> uh, has a form on it that you can click and contact and that can get to me. Okay. Um, you know, um, it wouldn't be very hard to track down the school, the music factory. Yeah. Okay. And send, send an email there. That'll go to the, you know, that'll get, that can get sent to me. Um, you know, uh, I think, um, any of the social media avenues nowadays, you can, you can surprisingly access a lot of people. Um, and if, if, if somebody wanted, wanted to help, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to talk to them and they can, yeah, they can reach out there. Okay. All right. Um, man. you know, I think the other thing is it's like, um, I think also in general, just even just listening is helping, you know, like if somebody like resonates with what I'm saying, um, just going and listening or like sharing it or making a post saying, Hey, I saw this guy on the show and I liked what he had to say. And I listened to his music. Um, that would be like, cause I think essentially what we're talking about is, uh, a human spirit, like having a feeling 
And then the human spirit has a feeling. And then when that feeling resonates with another human spirit, uh-huh. it causes like similar to like a feedback, feedback loop. Yep. And so really all I want to do is just figure out how to, to connect with the people that want to, that want to be a part yeah. of that, you know? Um, and I think there's a lot of people that want to be a part of that, but I think the sort of world we live in makes it tricky to kind of, navigate how to do that whole thing so yeah man and you know what i think that having conversations like the one we had today is important for figuring that out and and um finding our way through it because it's there's no guidebook to any of this shit it's all diy life is diy and i mean like you said you're not playing somebody else's soul you're playing yours and Mm. with that that's going to look like whatever your life looks like and like you said i think you're you're onto something what you said about like resonating with somebody else in that feedback loop and and i think the goal is to like make that loop as big as possible and and to touch as many people as possible and that's what community is well this and is one mm-hmm. gigantic atom working together i feel like um yeah. and this isn't a question but i just feel like as fans of music and and of something that you believe in this day and age right now specifically it's more important than ever to talk about that and not just ingest it for yourself you know we have this great conversation if nobody ever hears it that sucks because it could totally spark a fire in somebody you know what I mean and the biggest thing for a podcast a song a concert a a artist is to tell somebody about it and just be like listen to this dope shit watch this amazing like you just said i I have it down here that geffen records documentary i'm definitely gonna check that out you know like we need to do that for each other because one it doesn't cost anything to tell somebody that something was awesome and two it could change your life yep it could change the life of the artist that is being, you know, somebody's telling them and then next thing you know, somebody's hitting you up, you know? So I just want to remind that because we say that all the time about the show. Like if you want to do something for us, it doesn't cost anything. Tell somebody that, tell a friend, tell your mom, tell anybody that you love this show. And so I'm just throwing it out there um, to all <laughs> of the people that are listening. It. And, and Hey Ari, for real, man, like, if there's anything that we can do, just say the word, man. Yeah. Like, for real, for real. If there's anything nice. we can do, like, I don't know. I do graphic design. I do all kinds of shit. And if you need help, man, let me know. I'm we're here. Is that y'all? Also, you're our, you're our neighbor. I yeah, mean, man. You're, we're in you're right up in Seattle. <laughs> we're in Portland. So nice. if you yeah, yeah, if you ever make it down here, hit us up. I'd love to break bread and hang out. And yeah, man. I'd love to get down there. I I should. I mean, I'd like to kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's I should be down there like once a month. Yeah, yeah. you should. Yeah. I mean, yeah. oh, dude, what? How about a house show? Would you be down to do yeah. that? I'll do a house show. Hell yeah! Yeah. yeah. All right. When we're done with this, we'll we'll, we'll get that schedule. Cook something that would up. be yeah. dope. Yeah. We've got a super cool spot for that. Yeah, that'd be super awesome. cool yeah. friends. Super yeah, cool man. Community. Right on. Here. All right. That'd be cool. awesome. Right on. Yeah, Ari. Let's do it. I'm so yeah. fucking glad we met, man. Yeah, me right too, on, Ari. Right on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks for sharing your stories too, man. I know, like, some of it can be still spiky. Thank you for sharing any of it. We appreciate that. And just know I mean, that yeah. you're, in, you're in good company, by the way. 
Apple and I have had our struggles too. Yeah, so. we did dumb things like like that that fantasy of the twenty seven club. Like, okay, I'm just gonna go off the well. Huh? <laughs> guess I'm playing the long game well, now. Too long yeah, game. Yeah. Long, long game's a whole lot funner. Ouch. You know, once you figure that <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. No. Out. No. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. As it, as it turns out, there's just so much more that we don't know. Yeah. No shit. Uh, and it's to learn about so. hell of a ride, man. And I'm I'm looking. Well, I know we all are. We're looking very forward to more releases. I just like I was so excited today. I'm have to go listen to it again because yeah. I only got one listen of the thousand dollar <laughs> question one. There's going to be a lot of music. That's all I got to say. There's a lot of music. That's, <laughs> it sounds like that's going to come. And, I, and I'm and I'm and and like I said, like each each time I I do stuff, it's 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 not just sharing that song and but it's actually learning a little bit more. Like it's just another loop around learning a little bit more about how things work. Yeah. Talking to more people, and then every time I tell the story a little bit more, I'll probably get a little bit better at yeah. you know what to say and like be able to share other parts of it and um like we're here we're alive it's 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 so much more amazing than we than we really can can fathom that we're all here and we're even doing this oh yeah and so um i think uh that's uh that's that's pretty darn cool fuck yeah man i'm with you brother all right Mm -hmm. we'll stay in touch and we'll get something on the books okay i'm excited about that ari have a wonderful night have a good sunday man we'll talk to you soon thanks ari peace that's a okay. That's a deep thinking cat right there. Yeah, you can see the wheels turning now. Now talking to him, well, like even in that first like fifteen minutes, it 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 started clicking because we were wondering earlier. It's like, why isn't a dude that's this good like in a band out there touring? He nailed several several of the things that me and Aaron. I was like, a lot of people aren't made for the road, and they realize that. And he even said, "He's he's lucky. He's he's like that. That you know, I I I maybe could have done that, but I may not be around anymore." Well, and And, that's that's somebody that's like, despite whatever struggles he had in life, he's self aware enough to know that that wasn't a good idea. That wasn't his road. Yeah, like I didn't have that. Kind of. I loved his analogy of the black hole too. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> black hole dance. I, yeah. You know what, Ari? Thank you. If you listen to the end of this, thank you for reaching out. Number one, that was rad. Yep. Number two, thank you for making sure that we got to take to do this, and thank you for just even mildly sharing that you have issues overcoming personal fears because I know about that about making art and not sharing it. I know all about that. And so I just want to say thank you for just acknowledging it in your with your voice. I appreciate this interview a lot. Thank you. Yeah, and thank you for being just, just he's like a a champion of music. Yeah. Like to appreciate how much he how much knowledge he got from, you know, learning under professors that aren't around anymore in jazz to starting his own school like you said, Mel, like it's like totally paying it forward. Yeah, there's like, not- like he got all that and he's passing that on now to all these other people. Dude, I can't express enough. You know, like when people like <laughs> when people like get sprung on something like, oh, man, this freaking bread is the best bread. And they're like telling everybody about it. I feel like that, like Cody, like about music, like it makes you happy in some kind of a way that nothing else can not sex, not drugs, not, and I'm not saying 
that <laughs> that's why those three go together well yeah like <laughs> exactly they're all roll. separate entities like d- like music is really like and i mean playing it not just not only listening to it but playing it learning when you're something you can play out of your own fingers or mouth or whatever there's just not a substitute for that Mm-mm. so teaching is of the gods yeah and and look man we've all had our struggles <laughs> Every person on this planet. Yeah. And for, if you, if you're listening to this and you go and you do research on Ari Joshua, you're going to see that he's played with every fucking person that you love. Um, Yeah. On the planet. And so those people aren't playing with Ari because he sucks. Those yeah. people are playing with Ari because... <laughs> because he's a nudge. He just keeps bothering <laughs> yeah. him or something. No, they, they're playing with him because those people that have that thing that we all love see that in him mm-hmm, and want to share that gift with him and create with him so it's simple math that what comes out of that is going to be dope as shit mm-hmm. so you should all be checking out what he's up to because it's yeah this, this is one where i rad. heavily like i always do encourage looking on youtube there's a rabbit hole to go down of a lot of his performances with different people and if you want to be dope go to Bandcamp and pay for it three dollars yeah. and 33 cents come on not is even, that what it costs? Three, well, three, three? like, the, like, yeah, it's three, three, three. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You, and here's the other thing. There's a couple of you out there, and I'm not going to mention any names, <laughs> but there's a couple of you out there that have mentioned to me in the past that they're like, you know, I would really love to get into managing bands, man. I, I, I think I'd be really good at that. I just don't know how to break in. I'd love to get into producing. That'd be really cool. That, well. Here there is, you go. Here is <laughs> well. the most legit form of musicianship that we could ever put out to you. And if you, if your heart feels moved, then let it move you to do something. <laughs> if you felt the spirit in today's yeah, man. No Simple if, Road if you, episode. No, well, if you felt the, the tingles, <laughs> oh, wait, oh, no. if you felt the tingles that Ari feels when he plays, <laughs> when he was talking, call him up. Yeah, man. Write I mean, an email. For real. That That's like. Somebody that's given back and given back and given back asking for something. Yeah. That's a, that's as vulnerable as it can be. That's pretty heavy, man. And so, and, and I'm not going to mention any names, but those two that I'm thinking of, that's now's your chance. Only two. There's way more than two. Well, no, I'm just, there's two people that I have. And it speaks to like him speaking about stuff. It it looked I mean, look at the help he got with his, the, with the music factory. He now owns the building. Yep. That's so dope. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations, Ari, on that. That was, we, we kind of walked over that, but that's insane. And you're helping your hometown, man. And Stone Gossard wanted to help. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody that that, that saw what it's doing for the community in Seattle and is part of that community. That's, that's precious. Let's give Apple's back a rest, back end a rest here for a minute. Yeah. Back to the mics. Um, We will be back on Monday with another episode of the No Simple Road Weekly Rewind brought to you in collaboration with the Edible Beats. The Edible Beats. Out of Denver, Colorado. They are changing the way that you relate to your food through community, love, intention, and love. I already yeah. said that, but I'm going to say it again. Double love. Double say love. It Ain't nothing again. wrong with double love. So until then, what you need to do or what you should do. What you can do. What you will do. What you may do. Is smile at a stranger. Safety third. Hydrate. Wash your hands. And hey, it's springtime right now. 
go out and buy yourself a new hat. You know, the sun's going to be shining. Some of your bald. You don't want to get suggestion. sunburn on top of your head. Go out and get yourself a new lid, man. Because bucket ha- hats are all the flair. Yeah. Now. Are they? Hell yeah. Especially a fluff head one. Fluff. Oh, head. that's long straight. That's, that's, that's all the range. Okay. The okay. rage. The range. All the range? All the range. The rage. Okay. Get yourself a fluff head bucket hat. And, bucket. And safety I won't. third. Okay. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye. Don't forget that salad. <laughs> Springtime. Listeners, I want to tell you about a cause that I'm involved with at Heritage Radio Network. HRN is celebrating its 15th year, and to celebrate, we're deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.